The Lapsed Traffic Podcast has brought you over 300 shows, driver and media interviews, awesome stories and entertainment, and one of the coolest fantasy leagues around. Get ready for another exciting season. Sit back, relax, and try not to get lapped. Now, here is your host, the Professor. Oh, what is up, Lap Traffic Nation? Yes, I am your host, the Professor. Welcome to episode 310 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Man, what what a couple of weeks. Uh, lots to get into, as per usual. Um, I'm going to first start off with sorry for the off week last, uh, last week. Things uh, just kind of collapsed. Uh, I was in the office an extra day. Uh, I was in the office longer than I normally am and just did not have time to try to schedule anything. Lindsay was traveling the weekend before. It was just hectic and chaotic. Uh, Totally bummed to miss last week. And, you know, I feel like if I don't have a guest that I shouldn't do a show and just because one, I know there's so much content out there and are you guys really tuning in for me or the, the guests, which I know it's the guests for the most part, which is totally understandable. I would too. So it's like, well, do I just babble by myself for a half an hour and throw something together? Uh, or do I skip the week and actually try to put out the, the, it depends on your point of view, but to what I consider to be quality content with a guest and actually pace out a show and, and do all of that. So I, I'm torn on that. You know, if, if you don't care, uh, let me know. I, I'd love the feedback on that. Like, yeah, hey, if you don't have a guest, wait till you have one or dude, just give us 20 minutes. If you can do 20 minutes, I'll come and publish 20 minutes. It's that 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 would be easy. So um, anyways. Uh, here we are excited to be back behind the mic uh, another busy busy week the golf league starts in two days so that's going to be fun trying to keep everything organized and together with the podcast Tuesdays golf on Thursday so you know Lindsay and I over the last year and a half really haven't done like a rotating schedule per se with with Alden you know she'll put him down I'll put him down might be back-to-back nights might not um, but with the podcast Tuesdays, golf on Thursdays. Now, now we're going to try a rotation. Uh, almost fifteen months in to help keep the the sanity levels established, if at all possible. So, right now, I feel so bad for the little guy. Uh, Lindsay took him to the doctor yesterday, thinking maybe he had an ear infection uh, because he is. Uh, not wanting to go to bed and screaming for an hour in the process there. He's waking up in the middle of the night and she, the doctor was like, well, no, it's not an ear infection. He just has six teeth cutting at the same time, three of which are molars. So poor little guy teething uh, up until now. I mean, he's got six or seven already uh and it it hasn't been that horrible but it's it's definitely catching up to him so uh that that's fun and uh not tiring at all uh (laughs) but anyways here we are lots to get into we've got brothers winning uh at dover uh we can talk a little martinsville as well since I, i missed that and you know last show jeff striegel jeff striegel always delivers hope you enjoyed that show 
And I know it's been a minute since uh, Aaron and Brian have gotten on for Twitter Spaces. We are definitely going to try to make that happen this week as well. So, yeah, just trying to get a lot of chaos organized, which I know you guys probably feel my pain there. So uh, tonight from the ARCA series, Christian Rose is going to be back. Excited to talk to him. Uh, we'll do some recaps from, uh, you know, we'll, we'll reset where we're at. I'll give you all my opinion, which means nothing. But, hey, here I am anyways. Uh, some social media. Guys, I'm losing followers which I hate to do. That's depressing. And I've got a prize pack to give away and been trying to. So uh, we got to make a push. Maybe I need to add something to the prize pack to uh, enhance uh, the desirability of a follow from people. So uh, we'll, we'll see what I can't do there. Uh, we've got uh, catching up with lab traffic with uh, CJ Pearl later in the show with the winner of the name, the segment from the off season. So CJ, actually, I picked his idea. So that'll be cool to have him on uh, lab traffic fantasy segment one uh, segment. One's almost over. We've got a survey out there and then we're going to close it out with the uh, couple guys from the lap traffic iRacing league. Uh, later in the show uh, for their segment one winner and second place uh, coming on talk about their season so lots to do tonight let's get things rolling all right lap traffic nation joining me on the line making his second appearance on the show he is the driver of the number 32 west virginia tourism ford with am racing welcome back to the show christian rose christian what's up man how are you Doing great. I appreciate it. Just got back from the shop here a little bit ago, and, and I apologize to any listeners. Our, our four-month-old is upstairs <laughs> having a little bit of a fit trying to go to nah, bed. They, so they're just used to get it that with apology me, out with right uh, now. Our little but, one and the two dogs, so it's uh, it's all good, man. <laughs> uh, so uh, you were on last year, and it. I remember talking to you uh, about your baseball career, and I'm, I'm curious to get a couple takes on you before we get into the NASCAR stuff. Uh, let, let's have some fun with, with two different topics. <laughs> One is baseball and two, uh, the fact that we're just coming off the NFL draft. Uh, I've, I've got a couple draft questions for you. So right. you played. Yes. All right. So you played, well, you played college away. baseball. Uh, well, I got to know what is your thoughts takes on the new pitch clock? So, I mean, originally I was not a fan. Uh, I was a pitcher. Uh, I, I don't believe I had a routine and, and mine was one of those longer routines. It took, cause I, I wanted the batter to sit in the box longer. And, and a lot of guys in college, they don't step out. And even at the division one level, they don't step out of the box. Like you can get a guy to fall asleep at the plate. I, I think it took that element out. However, I, I do love the fact that you get one throw over to first base. Now you don't, you can't just throw it over 15 times. The stolen bases are up. Um, and the game is honestly watching it. It's, I didn't think 20 minutes, 15 minutes to make that much of a difference, but it's been nice to put the baby to bed and have a baseball game done and then keep up with it. I'm a diehard Orioles fan. So, um, I think it has opened up a, a way to bring some new fans in and it's a quicker pace. And, and I think it provides both ends. You're seeing pitchers do their thing still. And you're also seeing the batters hit more balls on the ballpark and, and stuff like that. So originally not a big fan, but now, uh, the more I've gotten to see it and, and watch how it's worked, I, I'm a fan. I just don't like, 
if you go over the the ball or strike. I, I think it should be like if you do it more than two times or something, that should be. I, I don't like it. How no, it man, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's That's uh, the only thing I don't like. Coming from yeah. a Detroit Tigers fan, uh, I like the quicker game because they're a <laughs> struggle to watch. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, – I, I will say I apologize for what they always did this weekend with y'all. I mean, it, it was fun to watch. You, you made it sweat it, though. I'll tell you that. I, I tell you, man, you know, we were spoiled for so many years when we had Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, damn, drawing a blank on his name, shortstop, uh, Johnny um, Peralta, Peralta. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, we, we had a great, you know, two, three, four, three, four, five lineup, depending on, on how they structured it, uh, you know, between the couple of years with Curtis Granderson that we had, uh, I mean, we got, Mm -hmm. well, I go go back to the rotation Scherzer, uh, price, Zimmerman. I mean, it was a ridiculous rotation. And the mere fact, the mere fact we had a, a, you know, number one for all five of our our rotations and still wasn't able to pull off a world series because we didn't know how to go and freaking get a bullpen. I digress on all of that. No frustration here at all, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I, you probably won't like to hear, but my most exciting thing I've ever witnessed in person in baseball, okay. I was at the 2014 game two against you guys in Baltimore. Yeah. And that's the famous Delman Young ripped the double down the line, cleared the bases. And uh, I, I remember chirping because we were only a couple of roads back. We got long story. We, we had tickets for game one, didn't have tickets for game two. Showed up. They're like, these aren't good. Somebody sold their four nice. roads back from the dugout seats for 50 bucks a pop. Um, got incredibly lucky on that one. But I remember chirping at Cabrera <laughs> um, and the stare he gave me. I'll never forget it. it, it uh, terrified terrified uh Absolutely. see that big of a man like just staring you down when you're walking off and the field, i will but, tell you uh, incredible it's, it's, incredible it's a game. goal of mine to get to um an orioles game because i love camden yards like i love i love the short you know the, the closer in tight ball fields man like i i don't even care who it awesome. is uh my mm-hmm. wife she one of her best friends lives in Virginia and she went and saw them and we're like, we need something to do. And I said, why? I mean, my wife's been there and I haven't even been there. Like, I am so jealous of that aspect. But one of these <laughs> one year. I can give you all the food food recommendations, man. Boogs barbecue. You can't go wrong with a crab cake sandwich. Actually, like you, yes, you want to eat I mean, good, you go to Baltimore. Hell, for baseball maybe game. the next time I go to Richmond and we can maybe make something happen, you and I can go catch a game. <laughs> I would love to. And when you're in Detroit, we'll go uh, either to a Lions game because I got season tickets. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Well, you all beat up on us this year. I won't forget. uh, uh, You took it to us with Washington um, this year. So (laughs) that was a frustrating game to watch. But definitely, definitely the baseball side is not great for you all, but I can promise you the football side. The draft you guys just had was incredible. I, I don't think well, okay. best draft in so, the entire right, that, that league. Can we, what, what a um, segue. I love that. It's like you do these once in a while. Um, so the draft for me as a Lions fan, you know, I'm, I'm at my favorite sports bar. It's tradition to go up there with some buddies for draft night. And I loved when they traded that six pick. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Perfect. And then to go and draft the running back. You know, obviously not knowing at the time that they were going to then go and trade DeAndre Swift. I'm like, I'm like, oh, what are we doing, guys? Come on, you know. But now 
the way everything played out, <laughs> we've got cap space still for free agency. Um, we don't have to worry about Aaron Rodgers anymore. Yep. Like I am, I'm. I, nope. Yes. The division's yours. I'm drinking it's the yours Honolulu to lose, Blue. I'll say that. Like, <laughs> as a Washington guy, as a Washington guy, Kirk Cousins doesn't scare me at all. Um, you guys are fine against the Vikings, and, and then the Bears, I think, are going to be a lot better than people think. Um, I think Justin Fields is a real deal, and. I still think we you should, guys are all together. I love the confidence coming from roster, outside sure. the, uh, you know, the, the, the conference, if you will. Um, but that, that leads me. Well, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say when the way you guys did against green Bay, I mean, it, the finish that, that tells me all the character that Campbell brings as a coach that to not back yeah. down and be like, yep, all right, absolutely. we're not in absolutely. y'all aren't in either. I love so, that. Speaking love of that. the draft and, and coming off that, you know, have some fun with a topic in terms of as a NASCAR driver, someone well within the sport, do you feel that NASCAR could implement a draft in some fashion, either from a, pit crew selection perspective uh, a driver perspective in some of the developmental series arca for example truck series you know any way that you could see see that working you know if they were to implement some form of a of a cap for teams you know how, how could you see that maybe playing out i i think um Trying to gather my thoughts on it. I think right now what NASCAR's done with the next gen, sure. although I'm not the biggest fan of the product of the race car, it has narrowed the competition gap and it's done what they wanted to do. So um, I think that is a A plus home run on that side. What I think you could see is do something like the Dash for Cash and Xfinity series and and do a draft at the start of the year. These drivers are qualified the first four, the next four, and do like a bracket kind of like Denny Hamlin, I think it mentioned this. I think it'll be a phenomenal thing to do a bracket and then do like a million dollar prize or something that's through the sponsors for that driver that were to win it. I think you'll get some upsets. I think sure. you'll see some wild stuff happen at Daytona and Talladega to get a driver move on that you wouldn't expect. Um, and maybe there's some playoff ramifications to it. Maybe there, there's some bonus points awarded to whoever finishes awesome. in the top three or that. something now, like that. I think that would the, be a cool the thing to do. Side. I mean, that's where I could really see it working. And that's also to where I could see like – you know, extra content being made available to where like, you know, a lot of the pit crew guys are mm -hmm. former college athletes to where, you know, let's, let's give them a combine type uh, atmosphere to go perform, show off skills, yeah. give it as a, uh, as a, you know, opportunity for the fans to go get up close, personal drivers, teams, pit crews. I mean, I see that being potential like, Hey, this, you know, you've got your rankings of your fastest, you know, left front yeah. tire changer and, you know, who gets the crack at him first. I mean, that would be that adds extra yeah. value, I feel. Uh, yeah, I, I think the way to, that, that they could approach that then would be a really cool yeah. thing is you have the yeah. real five draft in baseball. Right. And somebody that's on uh, the minor league system. So you do a combine. I love the combine idea for that standpoint, have but to. also do a salary have to. Teams can only spend so much on per pit crew guy or member of the team. So that, that would allow, you know, Hendrick or Penske and these guys to have the best of the best. It would allow those guys sure. to not maybe hire all six or seven guys. They could only hire four of those guys. And you got to, those two guys that are left out end up at a JTG or something yeah. like that. I think that would be something to see that would, you know, couldn't mix up. And that, that's going to affect races, whether people want to look at it or not. It's a team atmosphere. Uh, that's how AM approaches it, and it's the the big team motto, and that's what it is. I mean, it is a team deal. You win as a team, you lose as a team, and that's, those guys are going to affect performance absolutely. on all and the You could even go as far as, you know, that, all right, so. um, 
the the sixteenth place. Uh, talking from the cup side, you know, sixteen guys make the make the playoffs. Uh, whoever finishes sixteenth. You know, they get the first pick of the draft from the pit crew perspective, you know, and mm-hmm. then you could do a separate yeah. one for, you know, 20th or uh, 17th on back. You know, I mean, there's so many potentials I, I could see with that. I, I love yeah. it. Oh. I love it. You can maybe make screw cheats in there, too. You know what I mean? Like find a way to, you know have first bid at a crew chief if you fall in the right standings or something like that. And, and you, if you meet their contract, that it's up to them. You know, I, I could see a way of really entertaining a different kind of platform on that. I think it would be a very interesting uh, deal to work through. I, I, I would be for it. I mean, I, yeah, no, obviously if no, I was Joey Logano or somebody, I probably <laughs> wouldn't be the biggest fan of it, you know, losing my guys. But from a fan perspective, outside of the, being Im- involved well, in it on the competition side, I think that would be phenomenal. That you and lap traffic have the end-all be-all <laughs> as far as saving the sport. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got a feeling the, the big oh, guys up man, top well, go, are not Go talk to Crawl that, so. and just tell him that we talked and we'll get it all squared away. <laughs> oh, man. See, that was fun. See? Uh, man, that, that's why I love it. All right, let's let's talk a little Arca. Um, Arca series, uh, kind of a funky start. You know, there's only been three races to the season that have stretched from, you know, February at Daytona mm-hmm. to, to mid-April, basically. Three of those races were at two super speedways. Um, you got a 12th place to open, uh, wrecked at Phoenix, 17th at Daytona. Talk about where you guys are at, you know, right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we obviously would want that to be a little different. Um, Daytona, we had a heck of a race car. We did a Talladega too. Uh, we led last at Daytona. Uh, dream come true for myself, playing my last collegiate baseball game across the street, and that That's being cool. the place I went as a kid to see the races. So, really, really cool moment to get out front and, and pace the field there. That was a, a storybook moment for us. Um, we just we got stepped behind. We got we got our nose knocked in, and the duck were knocked up. And my team, AM, I mean, they're phenomenal. They did a great job. We could have panicked and. Oh, wow. Easily DNF. We were pushing 280 oil, water. The gauges were pegged all around. Um, so we pitted five times, got it right. And that, that kind of played into our strategy to where it kind of got us all set. And uh, we were hoping for the big wreck and just it didn't happen. Uh, sure. we, we, yeah. It did, but it just didn't happen, if that makes sense. We, we were banging off each other a lot. That could have caused some issues. So um, all in all, Daytona was great for us. Phoenix, we, we struggled off the truck. We, we just we had the car turning really, really good. Um, just too good. And, and that's something, it was the first race I've had with these guys that wasn't a super speedway. And the first, how they know I like a race car and how um, they want their car. So we got it right. At the end of the race, we were pacing top five lap times. So uh, we, we drove ourselves back on the lead lap. We were in position to come out of there with a top 10. Uh, I, I think we had passed Trevor Huddleston uh, for the lead lap, or they get the lucky dog, and he went on to finish the thing like eighth. So it's frustrating to know that we could have come sure. out of there with anywhere from a fifth to eighth place position um, in that race. Just got caught up in a racing mess, and, and that's part of it. So, um, And then we went to Talladega, and, and we had a part failure. Um, but once again, team did a great job. They diagnosed it. We were had a fuel pump issue that failed, and, and it just – the regulator didn't work and it, we were, we were done. Like we were black flagged coming to the break cause we couldn't meet speed. So they got it right. Um, they got a bypass and we ended up coming out with a 17th where we could have come out with 34th place points. So fortunately we're where we're at. If things would have gone away, they could have at Phoenix and Talladega. There's no reason we wouldn't be second in the points and, and a handful of points out of it. So that gives me confidence knowing that we had the speed and then we, 
are going to bring that forward and, and fix those mistakes. It, it just sure. hasn't played well, in our favor hey, yet. But yeah, all the seventh in the standings, twenty five points back. I mean, that's that's doable. I mean, that that's that's nothing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is. It's two points or eight. Two point three. That's, that's the motto. It's very doable for us. So we, we know where we're at. There's we're three in and there's awesome. seventeen to go. And there's a lot that's um, gonna happen. Kansas, Charlotte, Berlin on the docket over the next couple of weeks. Um Berlin, obviously, my home state, mm-hmm. Michigan. I'm excited to get there in August for the SRX series. Um, you know, what uh which one are you excited to? Which one are you not so excited to? What 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 are you looking forward to as the Arca series kicks up into more of a full gear, if you will? Yeah, I mean, the intermediate stuff I've had circled since last year. Uh, our, our best rates all together, we were fourth place pace-wise, Kansas in the fall last year. We, we finished seventh, but we, we gambled on leaving an extra set of tires in the pits if a caution came out, and we got that caution a lap after we went a lap down. So uh, went from where we could have won the race on tires to uh, we finished seventh. But speed-wise, we, we were a fourth-place car. Um, so the intermediate stuff, Pocono was a great track for us. Charlotte was, too. Uh, we just had failures about those we hit a wheel weight at charlotte uh ended our race blew the motor and we had an oil line fail at pocono when we started 28th and drove up to eighth so i mean it, it, those are places that i'm very much looking forward to kansas especially with the test day coming in on friday five hours of practice for us we're bringing a brand new bullet um so I, i'm very excited about the opportunity we're gonna have at kansas um the one that you know short track racing has not really been my forte um, it's something I'm still working on my craft on, on trying to figure out, you know, how much brake to use. I, I, I will overbreak a car and I'll underbreak it. And it's trying to figure that out. And I know once that light bulb flips that, you know, we'll be all right. And it's not like we're horrible. We just haven't been great. And, and that's going to be the, taking that next step. So Berlin, something I think is going to fit in our wheelhouse. I've run Florence a lot. That was one of my favorite tracks with the late model. Um, and it runs kind of the same style without having a wall and a backstretch and, and the power we have it. I'm not sure running it wide open. There is the best thing. You know what I mean? So I, I think we're going to be very good at that. And then obviously Kevin Solinsky and, and AM, their home track is, is Elko. So they won with Gustine a couple of weeks or a couple of years ago with that deal. So, uh, the next four or five races coming, awesome. I'm, I'm very awesome. much so, yeah, uh, I mean, looking five forward hour to see practice, what we can do. Right. That's, that's a long time that gives you guys a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. to test different race trims, different qualifying runs, all that kind of stuff. Not even just for Kansas, but for the other intermediate tracks on the rest of the schedule. Um, you know, f- with that yeah. type of, of, a, of a practice, you know, do you guys have a game plan in terms of, you know, I mean, you're not going to be out on the track the whole five hours, you know. So will they, will they make some pretty b- big swings in terms of readjusting the car in the garage and, and getting things set up for you for different, you know, types of testing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to go with the approach. Let's, let's see what we got first off the truck. It's a brand-new car. Let's go feel it out. Let's make sure, you know, everything's right. And then, obviously, as we get into it, you know, seeing where we're at on a 10-lap run, seeing where we're at on a 15-lap run, uh, working the second and third grooves to see what our car does up there. Um, really hitting a little bit of everything. Um, and really, I think toning in to tuning into the afternoon time. Uh, we know we're going to go green in the afternoon. So it gives us a great opportunity to really what race conditions are going to be like, um, come Saturday. Uh, we qualify, I think at nine in the morning. So if your car is good, then, then sure. you should be able to hold the thing pretty close to wide open all the way around. Um, if not wide open. So, uh, it, 
basically get it very drivable for us. We're, we're obviously want speed out of it, but I mean, we're looking more towards the driver comfort kind of side of things, making sure that the car is going to do what I want it to do and, and know what it's going to do. And if we get that figured sure. out, then, then um, we can go into qualifying. Do, is there a, a limit race. of tires that you guys can go through on that type of a, of a test day? I don't know um, that I, I know okay. I, at okay. least two sets. I believe I don't know how many were sure. in it though. Um, so it's going to come down to management on that side too. How many laps we put on it? Um, obviously, tire work too. We're going to be on a green racetrack, and I think it's calling for some rain. So you know, trying to make sure where the tire wear is at and, and see where we're going to be. Like I said, it's calling for rain overnight, and if it washes the track off and, and makes it a green racetrack on Saturday, we'll have a good baseline. We're going to fire off and be the first cars on the racetrack too. So all those notes go sure. a long way um, into making I sure. I want to talk about your sponsor, and I know we talked about this last time. Um, and, and I know they're a newer sponsor to, to the sport, uh, West Virginia tourism. I think that's awesome. Obviously they're, they're happy to, cause they're back. Uh, and I think that is just a golden opportunity for any state to hop on board and to not be short-sighted and just do it for the race that's in that state. Because obviously people already know about that there, you know, it's, it's having a state advertise their tourism, uh, out beyond the the boundaries of of the state and the home race track so that it gives people the the want and the oh hey maybe I'll go check them out while I'm at X race and go to this race you know so talk about the I mean that's just a great you know sponsorship I feel like so talk a little bit about how you guys developed the partnership and and how that's worked for you guys Yeah I mean it I, I Basically, the best way to put it has been a dream dream deal, right? I mean, I'm from West Virginia. I, I love where I'm from. I'm proud to say where I'm from, and I always will be. And, and the people in our state are too. Um, and wherever we go, we run into people everywhere from the state that, that want a part of coming up and just telling us where they're from. Uh, one of the EMS workers at the track at Talladega came awesome. to us, and, and we were talking high school football. Um, their team used to coach there, and we were talking about – the players we had when I was there and then the guys they had. And so, I mean, it's a small world um, where, where you run into people from West Virginia. So it's been phenomenal. Our, our tourism numbers are the highest they've ever been um, from last year. So to, to see those numbers and, and know that we did a little tiny part of that, to, you know, I, I don't know how much credit we can take of it, but I know we didn't hurt it. And that, that's a good thing for us. And, and seeing those numbers is phenomenal for our state. So we, we get to share our story and share why you need to come check us out. I mean, the state has everything you can offer. Uh, anything from rafting golf. to resorts to off-roading uh half field mccoy trail golf i mean you can go down the list there's literally everything you can think of and, and we like to consider ourselves one of the hidden gems in the united states because there are places that people haven't heard of and that's what we're trying to do with this part, uh, part partnership is to share that and also bring business to west virginia uh we're, we're in talks with some companies to try to bring them to the state and that's all in all you know when you partner with us it, it's not a one-way street of advertising we're trying to go the long route for you to bring business back and, and do that stuff too. And, and we've been fortunate enough in, in the success we've had with West Virginia to bring a company called Secure Testing Services on. They are a drug testing on-site company. Uh, they are phenomenal. Steve Pearson and everybody that runs that company become family and, and friends more than anything. And, and to give you a story about them, they flew my baby oh, and my wife out to Phoenix and surprised me. Um, so that is something that will go a, a lifetime for us and knowing that I had the pictures of my son at eight weeks at the racetrack and it's it's all due to them and what they do and, and they do the same thing with their employees so 
if there's anybody out there listening to this uh, that, that is looking at owns a company or, or needs on-site drug testing, reach out to them. They are phenomenal, and they will work with you. And then we also have the Disability Opportunity Fund that came on for us. Um, they're phenomenal. We're, we're launching an initiative here in the coming weeks. It's going to be a massive giveaway, um, something bigger that you would see probably on the higher tiers. And, and we are so proud and excited to be a part of it. And they have ties to West Virginia as well. So um, just an incredible group of partners. And, and obviously, AM Racing has given us the platform to help the business business side for those guys and then to, to allow our partners to be part of it, not just a sponsor, but to be part of the race team. And it, it's been a phenomenal outlet. So just a very blessed. I, I believe in God and I believe in a greater plan for everything. And I, I can promise you I'm living proof of that because there's no reason we should be where we're at right now. Um, three years ago, I would have laughed at you if you had told me this is where that's, we'd be at. Oh, so awesome, just a man. very blessed I, man to I have this absolutely opportunity. absolutely love stories like that. That's so cool. Um, listen, man, where can everybody follow you? Uh, and if you know the sponsors, handles, all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, our, our pages are very simple. It's Christian Rose Racing. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, obviously our website. And, and we are selling T-shirts and gear finally. We've been getting a lot of requests. So go check our store out. Um, uh, and then West Virginia Tourism, you can follow them on every every platform from YouTube to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It, it's there. So uh, same thing for secure testing services. And DOF, I believe, is about to launch their Facebook platform for our giveaway. So um, be sure to check them all out. Let them know we sent you. Um, and you guys do a huge part in helping us promote our sponsors. So we're Absolutely, very appreciative of that. Man. Thank, thank you so for much for coming on. Uh, it was a blast. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I kept you a little <laughs> long there, but, uh, I, I had fun with the uh, with the baseball and football talk fine, there. Man. I could, I I joke with with uh, my yeah. wife like if I had the time, I would do a uh, a whole separate podcast talking about smoking meat and wrestling and football. And she just gives me <laughs> that that evil death stare. So I haven't started. I it. love it. <laughs> That's. I- I, I'm a newly married man, and I can promise you, my wife gets so annoyed sitting on the couch when I'm trying to talk sports to her, and she's like, right. "Is this what you want to talk about?" I'm like, "Okay, well, at least I have an outlet view that I can I can do that with." So we are some cool bits too. I think you'll find awesome, awesome is that we're going to throw a first pitch for Cleveland Guardians um, for the week of Mid Ohio. So that's the new stadium for us. We're also doing a minor league tour for, for some stadiums, so we're looking at all of that and keep that that wave going, but. Um, always love talking sports and, and I'm finally able as a proud Orioles fan to support my guys publicly for the I first time it. in six or seven years. So the, the, the grind was hard for seven years to be a fan, but now it's, it's, it's back and it's beautiful to see them doing what they're doing and to see the Yankees in last place of the AL East. Oh, Never in my lifetime I've seen it. Uh, I'm a happy hang on man the line that, just a second. That. Lap Traffic Nation, huge thanks to Christian Rose for calling in. Listen, brother, it's great to catch up with you, and uh, hopefully we'll do this again before the season's over. Thanks. Absolutely. I, re- I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, Lap Traffic Nation, there you have Christian Rose. What a great interview. I thoroughly enjoyed that one hope you guys enjoyed that we talked about everything and and made it full circle and wrapped in nascar to everything that we talked about which is just awesome great interview there had a blast there all right uh let's let's keep things rolling let's let's talk some racing from this past weekend i mentioned at the start of the show since talladega or since martinsville but i did do a show after martinsville i didn't do a show after talladega so i mean Here's, here's what I want to do is not so much focus on this weekend's 
past things, but more on the, the storylines coming out of this weekend, as well as where we're, we're sitting at uh, from a uh, points p- perspective. Haven't done a points reset in a minute, so I thought that would be fun. So looking over in the Xfinity series, I mean, the, the story of the day, obviously, Ryan Truex Jr. going out there, putting on a clinic and leading 124 of 200 laps and winning both stages and the race. I mean, just is it out of nowhere? Or is it not out of nowhere? I mean, Ryan Truex has been around in the truck series. I believe he's got a win in the truck series. Uh, you know, first win in the Xfinity series and to do so in such dominating fashion. You know, followed by the regular players, Josh Berry, Allgaier, Austin Hill, John Hunter Nemechek. I mean, that that's that's who we've been talking about this year, right? Like, that's that's where we're at, and that's how they finish. So looking at the at the playoff potentials, the standings, I mean, we're almost halfway through the regular season of the of the of of both series. So, you know, Austin Hill obviously up there, John Hunter Nemechek up there. Who's not up there? And and what surprises, if any, are there? And to me, there really isn't any. I mean, you've got Brandon Jones uh, in 12th. Um, you know, you've got Jeb Burton 13th with a race win. So that, that knocks somebody out potentially if he's not able to climb up from a points perspective. But he's only 10 points back. So, you know, Jeb could, could very well potentially make his way to the uh, top 12 here before things are all said and done. Uh, you got Parker Kligerman in in 13th, uh, Ryan Sieg, Brett Moffitt. That's maybe a little surprise. Maybe thought Brett might be a little bit higher up there. Uh, you got Ryan Truex now with a win, uh, but only five starts. Uh, but he's he's sitting 18th in the standings. I think the big one would be uh, from uh, Jeremy Clements, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. You know, will he be able to go out there, get either another road course win potentially to put him into the playoffs? Could he point his way up to the playoffs? You know, right now we're looking at almost a 100-point differential uh, between 12th place Brandon Jones and Jeremy Clements in 20th, you know. So uh, th- those are some of the stories that we're going to be looking at and watching, uh, not just me here on the show, uh, but us as fans uh, as as we get into the, the summer months and the second portion of the the regular series uh regular season uh which is which is just a couple weeks away here so there's there's that xfinity series is off this week uh they'll be back at darlington trucks are back this week so we got trucks and cup which is pretty cool at kansas trucks trucks put on a pretty decent show at kansas um you know, and be curious to see what the cup cars do going back to a mile and a half. It feels like it's been forever uh, since we've we've been at a mile and a half. You know, we we had Las Vegas. Um, what other mile and a halfs have we had out there? Uh, Atlanta, but man, Atlanta, Atlanta's not the Atlanta that we're used to, um, and that's really it. It it's been such an eclectic. Uh, season. I've, I've talked about it at length and it just it blows my mind how crazy that is. So this is only like I said, you, you take out Atlanta. This is really only our second mile and a half race um, coming up here at Kansas. So we'll uh, we'll see what that that brings us. Um, OK, this past weekend uh, from the cup side of things, Monday afternoon, Martin Truex Jr. Picking it up. I mean, that's just a great story, right? I mean, brothers winning respective series uh that that's just that's just sweet um 
when we look at the standings, though, um, you know, we're 11 races in, eight different winners. Last year at this point, we had 10 different winners. So not too far off, uh, you know, pretty pretty solid from that regard uh, with, with a bunch of guys, obviously, that we would still expect to get wins. You know, Ross Chastain uh, doesn't have a win. More on Ross in a minute. Uh, Harvick doesn't have a win yet. Uh, very, very consistent for him uh, so far this year compared to where he was at this place point in time last year. Uh, Blaney's still winless. Hamlin's still winless. Um, you know, Keselowski winless. Do we expect Keselowski to have a win, though? Uh, that That's the question. You know, it, they are definitely turning it around over there. Uh, I think at this point last year, they were not even in the top 15 or 16 and here they are you know top 10 um you know that's that's pretty impressive now who's outside the top 16 that may be a surprise is there one to you when i look at it suarez you know i i expect him to be in there before it's all said and done uh ty gibbs is sitting there in 18th not too bad you know i wouldn't be surprised ty picks up a win and maybe maybe makes the playoffs Here's the one surprise, potentially, Austin Sindrick in 19th, um, Michael McDowell in 20th, Bubba Wallace, 21st. Um, you know, the the big surprises, maybe Eric Almirola, 25th, I mean, way out there. Um, and then you've got Colleague Racing, 26th with Justin Haley, 27th uh, with A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, obviously, Chase Elliott's out. Um, Austin Dillon is out. Uh, but, you know, it's it is what it is there from some of the expectations versus what isn't expected. Uh, I, I would say I'm surprised with Colic. Um, not that I would expect them both or one of them to be inside the top 16. Um, but I expect them a little higher on the point standings, to be honest. Um, you know, AJ first year back full time cup side of things. Uh, get that one. Uh, Haley, second year, still young driver developing, uh, but a ton of experience between both those. I expect uh, them to move up in the point standings. We'll either get a win. I mean, hey, either one could pull one off at a road course, uh, a um, super speedway. So those are some of the stories that I'll be looking at there. Now, let's talk about uh, Ross Chastain. Uh, it, it seems like it is inevitable that after a race, Ross is going to get out of the car and go, oh, my bad, my bad. Now, I've, I've, I've gone on record multiple times, and I'm, it, I'm not coming off the record, uh, but I'm, and I'm still on it. I like Ross Chastain. I like all the adversity that he has overcome. I like his his style to a degree. Um, you know, I, I think he is great for the sport. And, you know, fans don't like him anymore. And there's reasons behind that. So, you know, there's he obviously still has a fan base. Um, and and I think that that's, that's a good thing. I, I wonder if part of it is... He is and driving the way he is just because of what he has had to go through from losing a full time, fully funded Xfinity ride to not having one and, and then having to battle back and to then get the full time cup ride and, and then to get the wins. And, you know, when, when Ross was picking up his first couple wins, he still had a pretty solid bandwagon. Now, uh, not not so much. And, 
you know, I, I think part of it is is because it's it sounds like the same old song and dance uh, week after week. And I think people and drivers uh, are getting a little tired of that. And the crazy thing, though, is, is that he's still able to finish at the top. You know, he finished second. And one of these days, I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, I think there's definitely some payback headed his way, whether that's justified, not justified. You know, that that's all opinion based stuff there. And uh, curious, curious to see how that all unfolds as uh we, we dive deeper into this 2023 NASCAR season. So um, didn't have a question. Well, I have many questions for you guys, of course. I didn't put one out just because of the, uh, the, the fact that we ran Monday. Didn't know the responses I would get. Uh, and putting the show together here, uh, recording a little bit on Monday, a little bit on Tuesday. So uh, we will hopefully get back to some follower questions and all that good stuff uh, next week after Kansas, as that is the, the plan there. Um, all right, uh, let's keep things rolling. Let's do a little lap traffic social media. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, please, please leave me a review. Five stars, of course, on whatever platform it is you're listening to. Don't forget, I've got stickers and koozies for free to send out to you guys. All you got to do is get a hold of me. You can fill out the contact page on the website. You can shoot me a DM. Uh, happy to send out some koozies and stickers to anybody that wants them. Uh, as I mentioned at the start of the show, we've got the giveaway still trying to uh, hit 7,100 followers there. Uh, some new follower shout outs. William Eaton at William247818. A uh, NASCAR Byron Bush fan. Uh, Randall Reffitt at Zin Will Win, race car fan from Indiana. Welcome to the show, guys. Tell your friends. And yeah, there we go. Okay, uh, let's do some catching up with Lap Traffic. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, it is time for this week's uh, Catching Up with Lap Traffic, the uh, seventh or eighth installment, I believe. And joining me on the line, uh, freshly home from his trip to Dover, as well as as I mentioned at the start of the show, uh, the winner of the Name This segment uh, back in the offseason. Uh, welcome back to the show, CJ LaPearl. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm just a little tired from my trip home yesterday, but doing good. Excellent, man. Um, so h- how long of a drive for you normally? Uh, so it's about five and a half, six hours down. I live in Massachusetts, so to get down to Delaware, it takes about five and a half, six hours. Okay, okay. Um, where'd you stay? Uh, we stayed in Milford, which is about, I think, a town or two south of Dover. It's like 20 minutes from the track. Okay. So it wasn't too bad. All right. Uh, I mean, I know the weather kind of played a role in terms of what you may either have experienced traffic-wise or, you know, people-wise. Um, you know, normally if you were to stay there, you know, weather not a factor. Is it pretty easy getting in and out of there, you know, Friday, Saturday, a race weekend too? Yeah, no, Saturday was nice and easy getting in and out of the track. And actually, we drove down Friday. We didn't hit rain until we got into Philadelphia because we stopped and got cheesesteaks at that, uh, it's like Pat's and Geno's. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's cross street. You, can, you see it on all the food channel stuff, but we stopped down there. And it rained, and then it didn't stop raining until Saturday morning. It let up for the race magically, and then it rained again for 12 more, 20 hours. And That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was weird. That's 
I mean, these, I, I feel like it's been raining nonstop for nine days here in Metro Detroit. And it's just like, dude, can we can we catch a break here? But to be fair, I mean, this was if, if memory serves correct, this is the first race that was impacted by weather to where it was moved to the next day. Right. This this year. This year, I believe, yeah. yeah. And I'll, when I was when I wanted to go to the track this year, I, you know, me and my brother, we picked out Dover. We wanted to go there, and I looked and I said, you know what? That was a Monday race last year. I said, what are the chances two years in a row happening? <laughs> Pretty good, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, um, you know, I'm too bad that wasn't a prop bet at the uh, at the casino there on the track, right? <laughs> yeah, no was... kidding. Jeez. <laughs> Um, so, all right. Uh, what did you get to do? Did you do anything, you know, around the area or anything by the hotel or anything like that while it was? Yeah. So we had uh, ate up some good restaurants, a couple seafood places. I had the best, uh, fried seafood I probably had in my life Excellent. down there at meeting seafood. We actually saw a couple NASCAR officials there. They were eating dinner uh, next to us on Friday night. Um, then we had this barbecue, uh, place mission barbecue. It's a family-owned little operation. Down. It, it was phenomenal barbecue. I was very shocked. Um, and then Sunday, actually, we had just gone to the track. We got, you know, filled up the coolers with ice just in case on Sunday. We, we knew pretty much it was going to rain out. But uh, sure. when when it did get rained out at 1030, you know, we will, we actually had to change hotels. I didn't book the hotel all the way to the Monday. And oh, we got there Friday. Okay. okay. Yeah, I said, I said, all right. I, I went to the hotel, checked this. Hey, can I had an extra night? They're like, oh, we're sold out. Like, <laughs> oh, awesome. So, we booked another, a different hotel actually in Dover, so it was close to the track. But we had that gap between 11 a.m. of checkout time and 3:30 p.m. of check-in time at the new hotel, and so we ended up going to the uh, right on the Dover Air Force Base. They have a um, air museum, and if you're in World War, if you like anything World War II, I would 100% recommend going down there and going in there. It was it was amazing. We got to go inside of an old bomber. The, the tour guides there are just outstanding. And, you know, obviously there was, I bet you they had a couple hundred people come from the track, you know, when it got rained out and went there and they knew they they expected it and they had plenty of staff. It, it was, it was awesome. That's very cool. See, yep. that, that's the kind of stuff that you don't, you know, ordinarily hear about. So that, that's cool. Um, I mean, what about the track? The track do anything cool for race weekend, music wise, entertainment wise, anything like that? So they were they were supposed to, but a lot of it got canceled and rained out because sure. a lot of it was on Sunday and then Saturday night. And I know some weather moved in on Saturday. They did have an ACDC tribute band, but uh, we ended up getting out of there. It was just it was a long day Saturday. But I know if a lot of the campers went. Uh, there was a lot of people there. At, you know, I, I can't believe how many people stayed for the Monday race. Okay, um, all right. I I have to do a complete side story here. I I hope you get a kick out of it because I, I have to share it. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not. Just because you mentioned ACDC, like I absolutely love ACDC, and my wife and I were on our first little weekend like vacation thing uh when we're when we were dating so we're, we're going back this is probably 2000 2008 right and we go to toronto we take the train uh or so we drive across the bridge in metro detroit over to to windsor and we take the train from windsor to uh toronto and we're we're there and I didn't realize this, but ACDC was performing at the venue in Toronto while we were there. And my wife saw that on their Toronto Broadway, that Dirty Dancing 
was performing. So guess what we saw while we were oh, in Toronto? No. Oh, no. We saw Dirty Dancing. We definitely dancing. saw Dirty Dancing. Yeah. We definitely <laughs> saw Dirty Dancing. Now, Brandon did get his redemption and payback when almost 10 years later, ACDC did a concert in Detroit, Ford Field, and you bet your ass I dragged Lindsay to that dance. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, and I tell you what, my ears hurt more after that ACDC concert than after any NASCAR race. I've oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never, I've never got the chance to go to one, but I can imagine it's quite loud yes yes all right so back to back to the racing part uh, <laughs> what uh what'd you think of the was that your first time to dover yes first time to dover and okay so what'd you was, think of the track facility itself I, I loved it um the only thing was is i'm i'm assuming it had something to do with you know the race being moved from sunday to monday i'm assuming you know their employees probably have to go to their regular jobs on monday so sure. they were no i'm sure no fault of their own they were extremely short-staffed um, like the concessions they had, yeah. you know, eight windows for the concessions and two of them were open. So there was long lines for concessions all day. Okay. Long, long lines getting in. I know a lot of people missed the, you know, the invocation and the flyover and the start of the race. Cause it was just, it was tough, but you could tell it was all, all hands on deck. They had the president of New Hampshire motor speedway, you know, which is my home track. They had him scanning tickets for people to get in. Like wow. they, they, okay. Yeah, it was. I'm sure a lot of people had to go to work on Monday, but you know the facility itself. It's great. The bathrooms are. I, I've never seen bathrooms at a place like that so clean. It, oh, wow. it shocked me. On it. yeah, awesome. it was. It was wild because I don't know if you've ever been to New Hampshire. No, there it's old trough style. Some <laughs> okay. of the bathrooms. Right. Oh yeah, yep, it's, yep, yep. it's, it's a little dungy. It's but it's, that's New Hampshire for you. Um, but no, Dover was great. I would, I would definitely go again. I would recommend anybody going there. I don't That's know if awesome. you've ever been, but it's, it's no, a great no, it's track. on the list. Um, That's cool. that, you know, talking about, you know, getting in and all that kind of stuff, like, and you never know how many people to anticipate showing up. Right. And there was a solid crowd there on Monday. So yeah, you know, hopefully Everybody understood and was was patient, but uh, you know, yeah, that's 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 a bummer. But totally, totally understand that. All right, now how about the racing itself? What what would you think of of the Xfinity and Cup races? I I thought they were both great. The Saturday, you know, the Xfinity, you know, Truex, excuse me, Ryan Truex, since they both won. Yeah, uh, Ryan kind of he just he dominated that thing. It wasn't even close, and I said to my brother at the end of their stage two, I was like, this kid's gonna win by twelve seconds, and right? He, he just dominated all day long. It was incredible to see, especially I, the fact that he had never won. And he Absolutely. just dominated. Yeah, kind of come out of nowhere for that race, right? Yeah, yep. And, and then, then uh, Sunday, I, the, the racing Sunday was awesome. You know, the first stage. After the first stage, I, I, I thought we were going to be there well into the evening because that first stage felt like it took an hour and a half. And I don't know what the exact time was, but it was. it took a while with, you know, the different incidences. And the competition caution, it just, it seemed like it took a while. But then after that, it was a bunch of green flag runs. And it was, my brother's a huge Truex fan. So he got to see his driver win for the first time. So that awesome. was, that was cool. Very cool. Very cool yeah. there. Um, uh, what's your next race? Uh, New Hampshire. So in July. Okay, cool. cool. I'll be going to both days in New Hampshire. Excellent. It's only about an hour and a half ride for me. So oh, it's not too bad. Much more manageable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get you back on there. Uh, real quick, uh, since I know you're also in the Lat Traffic Fantasy League, um, did you did you see the survey link and did you vote? 
I did see the survey link. I have not voted yet. Um, right. I think I'm going to lean towards probably leaving it alone just because I don't want to be like NASCAR and have you change the rules <laughs> midway through the season. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll tell you what, you it's know, very but... close. I mean, I, I would have thought people would have ran away with making the change, but I mean, there it's, 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 there's only two votes. Off, well, yeah, there's only a couple, it's only a couple votes off. So yeah, uh, make sure you vote. It definitely is not a runaway by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah, no, I'll definitely have to put my vote in. Excellent. Good deal. Well, man, listen, thank you so much for, for taking some time out and, and calling in. Glad you enjoyed uh, your, your race weekend there and look forward to talking with you soon, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, man. We'll see ya. All right. Lap traffic let's do some lap traffic fantasy just a reminder to get your picks in by five o'clock eastern standard time on thursday check the website if you need to see who you have left uh, as far as driver picks are concerned for segment one we've only got two more race weekends kind of two and a half depending on how you want to call it because the truck race at north wilkesboro will count towards segment one so that will officially close out segment one there so we got that going on as well as i sent out in this week's email a survey to go and check out because i've gotten some feedback with regards to john hunter nemechek and ty majeski and some people have suggested that we limit their picks for the rest of the season which i'm okay with but hey whatever the league wants is what i'm good with so there's a uh, one-question survey. Click the link. It'll take you two seconds. Let me know your thoughts, and, uh, you know, that'll close this week on Thursday when picks are due, and we'll go with uh, league majority there. So there's that. However, joining me on the line right now, one of the guys that had one of the higher scores this week, back second time this year, it's Chad Harrington. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, man. I'm good. How are you? Awesome, man. Thanks for uh coming on last minute here it's always interesting to see what uh i'm able to piece together from a show perspective when it's a monday afternoon race did you get to take any of the race in yeah i actually was uh i was lucky enough to be able to watch uh, the vast majority of the race today excellent excellent yeah i had uh i had it on one computer screen i'm not even gonna lie about the situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah same here i was uh kind of had a. Uh, yeah, like spreadsheets up on one computer and then the race on the other. Absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Not at all. <laughs> What'd you think? I mean, you know, drama is, uh, you know, is each race, the, you know, the one car comes up, the five car comes up. Like, I mean, we can't, we can't just have a normal race weekend. No, it's, uh, it seems like it's every week. It's unfortunately, it seems like it's every week the Chastain gets into some sort of mess, but, um, for him to still be around at the end of the race with Larson rolling around out there 30 laps down, I really thought Larson was going to play more of a factor in that ending. But I guess he did kind of throw a little bit of a block to Chastain there late in the race. But Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's crazy how, you know, he, he's still there. You know, like you would think um, with the quote-unquote enemies he's making supposedly out there on the track that he wouldn't be there to the end. But, you know, he's, he's making – uh, if we want to call them questionable moves and, you know, still there at the end, like you said, you know, second place finish. I mean, 
he's he's getting away with it if he's you know and that's all on your you know people's opinions on if you feel he's doing something wrong if you don't feel he's doing something wrong then you know it, there, there's no conversation to be had but for those out there that feel he's doing something wrong uh you know that that's that's where the debate then comes into play yeah so um what uh what, what what's your thoughts on the uh limiting driver picks for segment two and three for john hunter and ty majeski should we keep it as is since we're already underway or are you in favor of the uh the limits Oh man, that's that's kind of tough for me because I've I've kind of taken advantage of John Hunter being able to pick him as much as I can. Cause, sure, you know he's he's run so well this year, but it, by the same token, he's been kind of up and down. Yep. You know, some races he'll do fantastic, and other races he's kind of you know lower lower half of the top ten and not really getting as many points as some other guys like you know Barry and Algar may have gotten. Absolutely. Uh, but I mean, I could I could see either way, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I voted no in the poll. Hey, but nothing wrong with that. I'll be honest. When that, I looked uh, a few minutes ago, uh, it was one vote off for for uh, yes to no. So it's 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 very close. Granted, I just sent that out a few minutes ago, but uh, some votes yeah. already started coming in. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, all right, man. Well, let's do a quick rundown of the standings here. Uh, or no, well, let's recap our picks first. Uh, I took uh, Allgaier and uh, Kyle Bush, who did not favor very well for me. Uh, but, you know, there's there's that. Uh, but you took Byron and Barry and uh, cleaned up pretty well this week. So nice job there. And yeah. we got our top ten right now again with uh two races to go or two more race race weeks to go in segment one we got henry fletcher in first he's cracked the four digits he's at 1015 andrew you is in second with 992 john atwensel in third 985 matt dombrowski in fourth with 974 uh chad you are in fifth with 957 Benton wilson in sixth 955 GR is in seventh with 951. Eldon in eighth with 945. Uh, Steven is in ninth with 939. And JW is in 10th along with Jonathan Lilly uh, with 934. So it is close. Uh, I dropped a little bit. I fell outside of the top 10. I am in uh, 13th uh, this week. So I'll, I'll take that. It's, it's much better than where I was at seven races ago. So I will, I will roll with that. Uh, Chad, what do you say? You ready to make some picks? Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's do it. All right. We are headed to the Midwest, back out to Kansas, where Bubba picked up the win in the fall, and Kurt Busch picked up his final win of his career last spring at Kansas. Toyota has dominated Kansas the last year with a 1-2-3 finish in the fall and four in the top five in the spring race. So Toyota looks like a solid pick this week, especially for the cup side of it. With just two races to go in segment one, who can make a final push for the segment one winner and lock themselves into the playoffs? We will find out this weekend. But first, it is time for our picks. All right, Chad, Truck Series, who are you going with? Uh, well, we actually just kind of mentioned him, uh, talking about the new rule that we may uh, you know, end up implementing. I'm going to go with Tom Majeski. Tom Majeski. All right, fair enough. I, I still have a Zane Smith pick left, and that's who I will be going with. So I'm going to go with 38 Zane Smith. And Cupside, sir, who do you have for Kansas? 
Uh, well, I, I think it's going to be three uh, three in a row for the 45 at Kansas. I think it's going to be ready. Excellent. Yes, uh, some nostalgia there for sure if he's able to get it done there. Uh, I am going to uh, go with the Toyota Trends, and I am going to go with the 20 of Christopher Bell this weekend in Kansas. So uh, there you have it. Chad, thanks so much for calling into the show. Appreciate you. Best of luck the rest of the uh, the season. And sounds like we might be talking to you again at some point. Yeah, man, I, I sure would hope so. Uh, you know, it's been fun, and so far, been successful. I'd like to keep that up. Doing pretty good, man. Nothing wrong with that. Keep it going. All right, thanks, man. All right, man. We'll see you. Take care. All right. Bye. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. We'll close this thing out now. Uh, with uh, two guys on the line who finished 1-2 in the Lapped Traffic Podcast I Racing League, hosted by Bobby Peters. Uh, Bobby is the uh, Segment 1 champion uh, with Adam uh, close behind him. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Welcome to the show. Uh, All right. Let's see here. Uh, Bobby, I know you've been on before, so I know... You've recapped uh, your iRacing career. Adam, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I think it was like two or three months before COVID shut down. I started it. Okay. Just before the COVID, people could say, oh, no, you're only doing this because of the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started doing it before. <laughs> Excellent. What, uh, you got a rig set up or, you know, you just, uh, you know, got the steering wheel attached to uh, a computer table kind of thing? No, the steering wheel attached to the computer table was back in console when I had my uh, steering wheel duct taped to a folding table because the clamps didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I use a seat now with Fanatec paddles and a Moza wheel. Okay, very cool. Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it. Let's see. All right, so a few years. Um, how long have you been in uh, Bobby's League? Um, Off and on since PS4. Okay, cool. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, we got a nice little history. Wonderful. Yeah. And and Bobby, you will be retiring after next year. So your your career is coming to an end after multiple wins and championships. Yes, sir. Excellent. I uh it, it'll be retirement from full time. I will still be part time here and there and to run with these guys because I have such a good time with them. Very cool. Very cool. Uh Bobby, what um how 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 many races was the first uh, half of this year? Uh, give me a second. Uh, Adam, fourteen. Uh, fourteen races. Okay, uh, fourteen races. What were some of the uh, key tracks that we raced at? Daytona, Michigan. Excellent. And what se- what series? Uh, truck series. Truck series. I love that. I think that's uh, that's what sold me on all this was the fact that it was the truck series. Um, uh, Adam, you 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 sponsored by anybody, or you just uh, you know out there running for fun? Uh, I just run it for fun. Ain't nobody. But now, when somebody decides to approach me about a sponsorship deal, I'm open for conversations. But until then, the only things that are on my truck are Scooby Doo. Because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, how many wins did you have in the the first fourteen races? Um. I know at least three, I want to say. Okay. Maybe three was correct. Excellent. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Bobby, what are some of the uh, key tracks that you guys will be headed to for segment two? Uh, segment two will be the 
Xfinity Series, and they just sent out the schedule, matter of fact, yesterday, and we're going Daytona, Atlanta, Texas, Rockingham, Nashville, Iowa, Vegas, and then to kick it off, All-Star Night, and throwback, North Wilkesboro. Uh, that's a uh, that's a very competitive, very old school um, uh, set of tracks to be hitting. What version of the Xfinity cars are you running? Current version, or are you running like an older model? No, we are running the current version. Okay, and we there's twenty. It's going to be a twenty race season, so we start September twenty fifth, and we won't end until March fourth. Okay, cool, good deal there. Uh, let's see what else, Bobby, how many wins you end up having in this, uh, first half here? Uh, first half, none, none. What the, and you won. I, man, you Martin tricks it to death. Second, second race of the playoffs. I was North Wilkesboro and I ended up winning there and then I didn't win again until the season finale. All right. And we were, we were at IRP and. Adam was glued to my back end. I was waiting for the the whole bump and run. That's great. I love that. Very cool. Uh, let's see here, uh, Adam. With the tracks coming up, what uh, which ones are you excited about? Which ones are you scared about? Um, anything a mile or under, I'm horrible at. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> on those, uh, anything a mile and a half or bigger seems to be my bread and butter. So. I like the intermediates, the speedway, anything where you go really fast. Fair enough. I I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Bobby, how about you? Which ones are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to uh, Nashville Fairgrounds, Pocono, Michigan. Very yeah, cool. Bobby's a short track guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm a short track guy to a to a to where about just about the size of Michigan. Excellent. And then I, after that, I'm like a. And I like the tracks where you need a set of basketballs, not a set of grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, uh, did you guys get to catch anything from Dover today or no? Uh, actually, yeah, I was watching it all day at work. <laughs> nice. I had it on one computer screen while I was working on the other. So, yeah, not. Uh, I don't mind a, the occasional uh, Monday afternoon race. That's yeah. Don't, don't bother yeah, me. I watched it on my cell phone. Right? Yep. I heard that. I got to listen to it on Sirius XM. Oh, good deal. Good deal. All right. Uh, Bobby, where can everybody follow you at on uh, social media? Uh, Jeremy Clements Fan 51 on Twitter and Facebook, Bobby Peters. Excellent. And Adam, how about you? Uh, on Twitter, I'm Scooby G. That's with two O's. And then uh, uh, fa- Facebook, you know. I'm hard to find on there. Best way for people to find me on Facebook would probably be my Outlaws page okay. that I run. Cool. Uh, that's Outlaws Sim Series. Cool. Good deal. Well, yeah, guys, my little project that I've had going alongside Bobby's okay. for a little while now. Hey, nothing wrong <laughs> with a little side fun project. Uh, hence this podcast. So I can uh, I can get behind that all day long. Uh, guys, thank you uh, so much. Uh, congrats on the uh, the trophies and the hardware. I saw a picture of them. Those are pretty sweet. And uh, good luck once you guys get rolling here uh, back in the fall. Yeah, and thank you, thank you for sponsoring the sponsoring the league and, and all that. Absolutely. And if you guys if you guys want lap traffic podcast on on Facebook and Twitter. Excellent. 
cool guys all right man catch you guys later yeah hey, see thank you. you yeah no problem we'll see ya all right lap traffic nation that is going to be a wrap for episode 310 of the lap traffic podcast make sure you check out the website the laptrafficpodcast.com facebook tiktok instagram twitter all at lap traffic pc you can find it wherever you want make sure you tell your friends to go check it out as well Huge thanks to Christian Rose, CJ LaPearl, Chad Harrington, uh, Bobby and Adam from the iRacing League. I think I've got something lined up already next week, which I'm pretty excited about as well. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Live Traffic Podcast. See ya.